I'm quit looking this. disinterested. Aren't you gonna put like a I'm conversation? Not, uh, <laughs> aren't you gonna put like I'm a conversation? I'm trying to like not focus on you so you can be. Oh, I'm not worried about are that. Are you gonna do a conversation before, like we usually do? We can. What? Isn't this this is what you're gonna put on right now? It starts now. Yeah. This is the conversation before the podcast starts. Oh, and then it kind of leads into the intro. There you go. There's <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how you started. I like how you have the formula down before we even had the formula down. You just know exactly what we need to do. It's not rocket science. <laughs> do it right, Alec. Yeah. Come on. Right. Oh my goodness. This is your third try. <laughs> this is not this is my third season and I still can't ever get the it's so get the Do the first two count? First two seasons? No, I did actually deleted them off. If you go look, I only have like three episodes look, from the original season. Season one of Could yeah. Be Anything. Hello. <laughs> the CBA. <laughs> the Grand Pacer test. Oh, you guys remember those? Actually, oh, actually, you, I don't know. I don't, knew what yeah, it was. I, I forgot. I forgot. You guys don't count. As humans? <laughs> no, because no, you're no. homeschooled. Just Duh. because we're holy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great. That's great. Man, I remember though. Going through intermediate school in Huntington, you remember that? Yeah, that was some good times. I did not want no, to leave. I don't remember going. No, well, I did not want to leave. Whenever the opportunity came for us to go to a Lifeline, I didn't want to. I wanted to leave. I didn't. I didn't want to leave. Really? Well, because I had I had girls at the time. Oh, oh, I did not. You don't remember? You don't remember the two that uh, blonde, the two blondies? Like I don't want to say their names on here. Uh, that I used to talk to all the time. Actually, it was three. I believe you. I'm not. Uh, no, no. I really don't. It was that, and I thought I had. A, I thought I had a lot of friends. And when you when you move off, you realize you don't really have anybody. But um, it ended up being actually the best thing to happen to me was actually moving to the private school because I had you guys. Oh. oh. I wish I felt the same way. Oh. Okay. Dark Ouch. Turned. Ouch. You're just like Alex. Anyway, I hate welcome you guys. to the podcast. <laughs> 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 and key music. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Could Be Anything podcast. Um, we have the same group of lovely individuals this time around. Um, they will probably will never disappear because we all, right after the first episode, and I think if I think it's still in the end of the first episode, we all decided that we wanted to be hosts slash co-hosts in this endeavor. And so throughout season three and hopefully throughout the foreseeable future, you will hear a lot from Landon, Logan, and Colby. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. Great. Yeah. Decent. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's like, my reply to everything now. How you doing? Decent. 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 I mean, you're not good. You're not bad. You're, not you're just right in the just, middle. Yeah. Just floating. Like a turn to punch ball. <laughs> punch. Uh, what? There's our first cut. <laughs> oh. Anyway, guys. I like punch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Pentecostal alcohol. Let's be honest. It's the only acceptable form of fruity drink that's allowed. Yeah. 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 Anyway. That's so, why I go to those stupid baby showers and wedding showers at the church. I go for the, that bowl. Sorry, it's not stupid. It's, it's meaningful. Not. 
That is that really your only reason for going? Like I don't that's, judge you for that's that. Like, that's, that's like the main. I don't care yeah, about the cake the or the reason. nut. The same nut mix they have all the time. When's the last time you sat down and actually watched them open up gifts? <laughs> why do I want? <laughs> why do I watch other people opening? Up I gifts? love the assorted nuts. <laughs> Thank you very much. I don't like the nut mix. <laughs> I like the punch. They're crunchy. <laughs> that's the most. Where's this going, thing. guys? <laughs> that's the most awkward thing. Is opening gifts in front of everybody. I'm sure Alec did it. Did you do the? The, the wedding shower. Open up gifts. What was that? Did you do that where you had to open up gifts in front of everybody? Oh, yeah. I hated yeah, it. Every it's minute terrible. Especially because it's like if you get something real nice and expensive, you're like, you don't, it's like, oh, this is great. But then you got that one person like, I wish I had that. Or if it's something really bad and you, you have to like give that fake expression of you actually enjoy it. Like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I really. Yeah, we had I'll, like like 15 pots and pans. Yeah, it's like, like oh, oh, thanks. Yeah. Don't even next. <laughs> next. It's, it's almost like getting a birthday car with nothing in it. <laughs> you, you ever had like, that? like, where's the money? Oh, I just wanted a piece of paper. It was <laughs> I got one of those today. Did you really? I did. It's today. like, what am I supposed to do with this? Okay, nice words. Okay, carry on. Yeah, thank you for signing your name. <laughs> it was so hard. When's your birthday? Monday. Monday? Was it Monday? It is this upcoming. Oh, oh I was about to say, okay. I, I know I didn't miss it. it. Okay. okay, I was, been, I was totally worried. That I actually, like, someone, he posted something about somebody gave him a birthday cake or whatever, and I was like, wait, was it today? And I didn't <laughs> You're freaking out. I, I really <laughs> did freak brother. out. Is that is that why I went to Galveston? Yeah, oh, technically. Cool. How was the how was the opera thing? That was legit. It was an really? opera. Oh, it wasn't? It was an no. orchestra. It was an orchestra. Oh. Like a full orchestra. Which oh. I was so mad. The week, not the week, the month, last month, they do one every month. Yeah. Was a John Williams night, and he's the one that wrote the music to Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Harry Potter. And Galveston? Like, yeah. Oh, they, well, it wasn't going to be him. It was like yeah. honoring. It was going to be, oh, it was supposed yeah. to be music from him. And I was so mad. I would have loved They're to come to that. <laughs> I was about to say, dang, that's cares, impressive. But like, um, but yeah, right now I think he holds he holds the uh, uh, record for like the the oldest person with like an Oscar nomination. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So the old fart, but he's 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 good. He's so good. He's good. And he's still doing. He's still going. So, so before we go any further, though, all you guys that listen to this episode, go wish Landon a happy birthday. <laughs> well, it's probably it's, it's going to be passed, but just go ahead and do it. <laughs> a belated birthday. You're going to get like a ton of texts when this comes out. It's, it's like, going to be great. Oh, hey, happy birthday. All 850 people. <laughs> How old are you going to turn? 22. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, it means, it means absolutely know. nothing. Hey, you can do the Taylor Swift thing. Please don't. I hate Taylor Swift. What? And for all you Swifties on here, she is not talented. Thank you. What? She's basic. Hey, look, just because your wife likes her does not mean you have to like her. <laughs> Landon is a Swiftie, though. I already have a birthday cake. With Taylor Swift. feeling 22. Oh, my gosh. I didn't buy it, though. Someone bought it for me. You and I, so we are going to cut this episode, and we will be back in about 15 minutes. And Landon is off the podcast. Yep. Yeah. We will be bringing someone else in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You remember when she was country and then made that one weird like pop album? Yes. yes. And that's the only time I listened to her was that one pop album. Which one was it? Shake It uh, Off. Shake It Off. Shake It Off. Shake it off. Ooh, ooh, what was, the, was it 1989? And I all it know. is is it's the same How three words like 40 times in yeah, one you're a Swifty. <laughs> I'm not a Swifty. I actually used to like her music, but it, I don't know what happened to that. Oh, wait. I know what happened. She's a diva, so I don't like all that. <laughs> anyway... 
Where do we? How do we? How do we segue into our topic, Landon? Well, let's Mr. Swifty. No you're so swift. Is any of this even going in the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would keep it. I would yeah. keep it. All right. <laughs> so, this episode, we are going to talk about. Well, talk about our childhood. Now, we talked about it a little bit in the previous episode, but this is going to go a little bit more in depth in terms of like what it was like in the early 2000s and how our raising differs from today. You know, a lot of kids nowadays have technology at their fingertips. They have social media. They have things that we didn't really have. I mean, I remember when I was, I think it was 12, 13 years old, I got a Facebook but the only way for me to access Facebook was through the computer. I don't know if you guys remember that when Facebook wasn't even on the phones. It was right. just only like yeah, we had a, we oh, had yeah. a computer room. Oh yeah, and you yeah. would just go sit on Facebook, and you thought you were the coolest kid in the world when you had a Facebook account. Yeah. And I remember when that launched. I remember when that stuff was MySpace and all yeah, that. Well, I, I actually I never had a MySpace when, my, when I got Facebook for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got it on our cell phones. So we we because we didn't have a yeah. I was my, we were at the age of the of the like cell phone app. My first time. my first Facebook is still up like with my picture like i was like 12 really really? yeah but didn't you you didn't name yourself colby on that one did you it was like max or something like that wasn't it i don't remember something like that anyway as logan goes to look it up (laughs) (laughs) so no in this episode though we're kind of getting into more detail on what it was like in the early 2000s which some of you guys have lived through the 2000s and you know what i'm talking about but this is more of our personal stories, and we want to share this with you guys in hopes that it not only brings back some nostalgic feelings, but it also makes people in 2023 appreciate the difference. Now, that doesn't say that that's not to say that we have a bad childhood. Obviously, all of us, we in the last podcast episode, we talked about how we loved our childhoods, except for all those spankings. But, you know, right. anyway. Right. I didn't get spanked that much. Oh, you're just so perfect. I was. I really was. Now, Landon's a different story. At all. Really? Yeah. Not one. Wow. Okay. It shows. (laughs) (laughs) But but no, so this is just this is just us going through our life and explaining things that we just are that are memorable to us, really. So to start this off, we're gonna take a trip down I already said this in the first episode, but we're gonna take down a trip down memory lane, or let's call it let's just take this let's call it a nostalgic trip. Um and a lot of what I mean by nostalgic trip is like, well, have you seen those TikTok? Have you guys seen those TikToks where it's like Christmas in the 2000s and it shows all the videos yeah. of like the old school lights and stuff like that? Yeah. So that's what I mean by a nostalgic trip. Um, so we'll start with Logan over here. What is something that comes to mind when you think of nostalgic early 2000s? Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel? I remember. We still no, have Cracker Barrel. Yeah, I know that. But I'm saying I remember when we'd go on a trip as kids. And if you didn't stop at a Cracker Barrel, like on your vacation, you didn't it, go on vacation. You didn't go on vacation. Yeah. And then it, we 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 got one in town. And now no one and goes. And we, no one goes. <laughs> never go. I probably, I can count on one hand how many times I've been to our Cracker Barrel probably. I feel like Cracker Barrel was better in the early 2000s exactly. than it is now. That's what I mean. I feel like it's better in other towns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it was so cool. Ooh, a restaurant Uh-oh. and a store. Yeah, all together. All together. You know where we used to go? Pizza Hut. Really? Because they had they had oh, like the arcade goodness. and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. It was cool back in like 2000s. Now Dude, it's kind of trashy. Had the, sit, the sit down areas and stuff yeah. like that. And oh that, man, that are, that are CCs. Yeah, and I remember when we we thought we were so cool when we got an Olive Garden. Yeah, because that was the fancy yeah, place to go. Place. <laughs> it's not really fancy anymore. No. It's just expensive. Uh, it's expensive. It's so expensive. expensive. It's for those people that feel like they for microwaved 
pasta. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Their food's not great. Uh, so yours would be Cracker Barrel, and a lot of it has to do with... <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, that's the first thing that popped oh, in my head. Is there anything else? I mean, like, I can understand why, because I remember, like, when we would take our trips to, like, Branson, Disney World, et cetera, et cetera. No, that's not me showing off. That is just, I remember some I of those had, trips. Went, yeah, we went to Branson all along. My family's been to Branson, like... 30 times. It's, it's <laughs> awesome. That's, that's the Pentecostal Las Vegas. But it's yeah. great, though. It's a lot of fun. It is. Have you been? Yeah. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, it's great. It's I love it. It's, it's nice in the wintertime when it snows. I know. And now like, now in the new age, it's turning into Pigeon Forge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every time we turn around, everybody's going to Pigeon Forge. <laughs> I prefer Branson over Pigeon Forge any day of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. Pigeon Forge doesn't have as much stuff. Mm-hmm. But I believe, in my opinion, Pigeon Forge is prettier. You think so? Yeah. I don't, I don't agree with that, but... It's more quaint. I feel, like, I feel yeah. like Branson's more newer. Like they got they got stuff. better stuff and newer stuff. They got more stuff. Yeah, that's one thing. They like, had the Sight and Sounds Theater. Now that's fun. Oh, yeah. that's true. Okay, that's another thing. I remember we went to see Noah because that was the big. Thing oh, I remember when I was that. A kid. Yes, because that, that's really much all they did. They did Noah and they did and Christmas. The Noah. That was the one that we actually did the backstage. tour. Oh, we did a backstage tour. That was like really cool. Yeah. yeah, but I remember sitting in that. And it felt like you were actually sitting in the ark. It, I loved it so much. But I've gone to several productions since, and it hasn't been a good, been as good. I don't know if that's because now I'm an adult, or, I, or it's just not as good as it was. And maybe their budget know. decreased. Yeah, probably because it was a big deal. I remember as a kid. So Dollywood was was fun for us. Dollywood. Yeah, I like Dollywood. Dolly. Yeah. I still prefer Silver Dollar City, though. It's actually the same thing. I, it it is. used to be a Silver Dollar City. I don't yeah, think I've is. ever been to Silver Dollar City. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. Really? Yeah. No, I'm telling you, if you guys ever get a chance, go on Christmas. You want to feel nostalgic? Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to feel nostalgic? That's when we've been. We've you been, go to Christmas. We've been at Christmas time. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Both places. I've been, I mean, we've been to both. I, I went to Dollywood right after NAYC uh, in 2015, I think. 2013, 2015. I can't remember which year it was. And uh, it was great, but I, I was a little bit of a brat at the time, and my parents can attest to that. There was a girl that got on. Uh, hmm. There was a girl that got on my that that I really liked that like kind of shut me down, Oof. and I felt like oh I'm, gonna, I'm like depressed emo little little kid. <laughs> like it was such a big deal. Anyway, um, slogan landing right now. Oh my goodness! So yours is Cracker Bro. What about you, Landon? I mean, what? The radio. <laughs> the radio? The radio? Oh, like the, yeah. I feel like the radio has changed so much. Like, remember, I remember Delilah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Like, there was, like, so many, like, I feel like that was, like, like, as a kid, when we would go on, like, say, like, I know we've talked about, like, vacation, but, like, vacation, like, Christmas time, or, like, we would always go to our grandmother's house in Houston, because she lived in Houston, and, um... We would we would usually like go like and it was the longest journey. <laughs> it really was. We thought it was the it longest was so journey. So long as a kid, and now I'm like I literally drive an hour for work every day. It's, like, <laughs> it's not that bad, but uh, literally I just remember like like um, we would usually go kind of like at dark for some reason. Like we would just wait till my parents like got done with work or whatever, and then we would like drive at night and. I just remember we would always turn on the radio and it was like Christmas music and like I love looking out the window, which is not possible now when I when I'm driving. Just, so, get, just get a Tesla. Mm, I don't have the funds <laughs> for a Tesla. That's a weird reason to get a Tesla. I just want to look at the side of the road. <laughs> but I love I love to like I was just so much fun as a kid to 
to get to like listen to the radio. I don't know why, but and now I feel like it's very different. The radio, well, the radio is very different. The only the music's different. The only FM radio station that hasn't changed in Lufkin is ninety point nine. They are still and playing music. They're still playing music from early two thousands. Yeah, it's all the same. Remember when Jeff Foxworthy used to have a radio show? Yes, I don't remember. So that. good. Yes. I think he had it on Sunday morning. Yeah, it was like Sunday. It was morning. so we, funny. We were here we, on the way to church. <laughs> we we'd get out. Of ch- we weren't going to the church we are now, but we would get out of church and we would listen to his radio show on the way to the restaurant or way to home or whatever. That's awesome. So, so yours is radio. You got Cracker Barrel. What about you? What about you, Colby? Uh, mine would probably be uh, Kmart. We'd always go to Kmart. <laughs> as kid. Kmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd always go to Kmart as a kid and get like the dollar dollar toys. That was like like our trips. I don't when remember we were, that. Yeah. Well, yeah. my grandma. It was when we stayed with my grandma oh, all the okay. time. Wow, I bet that makes you want to kick a fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can't copy other podcasts. <laughs> do they? Do they? Uh, do we? Does this Kmart out of business? Like completely? I think so. Yeah, Atwoods so, is going yeah. into. Well, I mean, I know that oh, we like the franchise in general. I think so. I think it's bankrupt. Yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't. Get, they didn't move with the times. I guess too many blue light specials. <laughs> too many <laughs> blue lights. Well, the, ours was sketchy though. Oh yeah, yeah, ours was really yeah. sketchy. Well, that's everything in Lufkin, though. Yeah. You know... You turned on the wrong street, you're like, okay, this is not where I meant to turn. <laughs> you know what? I, this is bad. Uh, I always wanted to go to... I don't know if we talked about, about this before, but I always wanted to go to a Toys R Us as a kid because I would, you know, I would see the ads and the commercials and, it, you know, the, the theme song, I'm a Toys R Us kid, whatever. But I don't... I think I went once as a kid. I was like, man... This is not as good as I thought it would be. And, and, and then you, like, even as a kid, I was like, man, this is expensive. <laughs> yeah. You're a five-year-old kid. So this no wonder went out of business. Yeah, no. I've, we had, I remember when I moved to College Station, and that was the first time I ever got to see a Toys R Us, but it was, I mean, I was, what, 12 at the time? So it was, I think they were about to go bankrupt at the time. I don't remember what, the, I don't remember what year they went bankrupt. What, Kmart? But, well, I'm no, sure no. it was great in the ni- late nineties. Oh yeah, GI Joe. That Man. that that and Build a Bear. No, it was just a, yeah. we Build never got to do Build what? a Bear. Build a Bear is totally As a different kid? though now. Yeah. Okay, so my parents I, like, I'm not spending thirty dollars on stuffed animals. Yeah, it's expensive, <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> so like, as a kid, but we'll make you a stuffed animal. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's in the back, so yeah, basically, so a potato sack with two buttons for eyes. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like as a kid, I was like, oh, I want to like go to go to Build a Bear. But I guess that was just reserved for rich people. Because <laughs> we used to have a Build-A-Bear, didn't we? Yeah, we had a Build-A-Bear yeah. in the yeah. mall, but like we couldn't here? go. Here? Yeah. yeah. When did we have a Build-A-Bear here? Listen, Years ago. I remember, going, I remember going to the Castleberry's house, and y'all always had Build-A-Bears in y'all's room. And you know what? I have no idea where they are now. Oh, oh it's trash. such a waste. Yeah. Well, apparently... Y'all didn't think it was that special. <laughs> we would have kept it. Yeah. Next episode, I'm gonna. Money. Next episode, I'm gonna bring you a build a bear. I'm gonna build you one. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, just him. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say I wanted one now. <laughs> I wanted one when I was eight years old. <laughs> trauma. <laughs> you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, childhood trauma. Two thousands. I had trauma. <laughs> trauma. I didn't get build a bear. First world problem. <laughs> but part of part of the thing of like growing up is you. Really that wasn't as expensive as I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> right. Like the first time me and Logan went to Disney alone, we, we like went to go like buy tickets. And we we're like, 
why did I think this was like thousands of dollars? Like it's like a hundred bucks to go to Disney for a day. Yeah, you know? but it's that, not that. But you got to think about bringing think a whole about, family. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, well not just the, not just that, but getting where there, you getting there. Getting where are you gonna stay? Thing. Food. Yeah, that's where the cost is. Yeah, that's where the cost is. Yeah, the tickets are the, the cheap part. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go to Disney. You guys want to go to Disney? I've Let's never go. been. Podcast. You've never Disney? been to Disney. Never been. Me and Landon are the ones you want to go with. Let's be honest. Excuse you. Hey, we'll talk. Let's do. It. Let's <laughs> do. It. You're let's, not getting that build up. Let's do the podcast in Disney. In Disney, underneath like, Magic Kingdom. Yes. Oh my god. In the secret rooms. In downstairs. Have you, have you seen those? The, the secret rooms. The, 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 the secret tunnels. Yeah. yeah. They're not yeah. secret. They're not secret. Tunnels. That's where kids go to go bye bye. I'm just saying. Is that where like Walt Disney is? Walt Disney on Walt Disney. Isn't his head frozen? No, his whole body's frozen. His whole body. That's a rumor. I thought it was just it. Five bucks says he's actually frozen somewhere. Oh, he's he's he's, he was he was. Oh my goodness, he's the Antichrist. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna come. He's gonna come back. They're like a Mickey costume. Like everybody, follow me. Disney. That's sick. Sick. Where's the? What's his middle name? I don't know. (laughs) Letters. Jeez. Well, we went off. Wow. <laughs> no, anyways, no, so right. we'll take you to Disney because yeah, me and yeah, Landon will have put your we'll, head on we can, <laughs> Me and Landon run. We run, run in that part. Why little, do you run? run? To get to where we want to go. Oh, then I'm not going with you. I, I want to soak it. everything in. I'm not about the. So the Are one thing about Disney. It? Like you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're soaking wet by the time you get done running. <laughs> yeah. No, so like, like for me, when I go to Disney, I'm more about the, like, the, like, I like, I love Epcot. Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Because I mean, yeah, you have the rides, but I actually enjoy like the, the actual like shows and the yeah. like Every like country. the tour of the countries. I love that. I'd I much like rather I'd much rather do that than actually partake in the rides mm-hmm. and the parades are awesome. I'm not a and, ride person. I like the shows. I like the history, the nostalgia. Because mm-hmm. uh, like me and Landon, we would pick big things to do. And then in between, you do the small things that only take like 30 minutes. They have no weight yep. that not many people go to because it's old, you know. But that's the time where you can sit down and air condition, take right. a break, you know. Isn't, and those are some of the best parts, you know. Isn't there a ride where like if you have a kidney stone, you can go on yes. it? Yes, yes. What, what is it? Uh, it is uh, huh? wait, yeah, what? It's like, the Matterhorn, I think. Yeah, like you, if you have a kidney stone and you go down it, it'll – Take the kidney I, like stone out. Like someone went on it three yeah. times in a row and pa- passed their kidney yeah. stone. Or like, it's a legit know. thing. Like doctors have researched it. Because it's going so it. fast and the vibration. They're just, yeah. So, so if well, you have a kidney stone, go to Thank God I don't have kidney stones. Kidney well, if you do, expensive trip. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, so was the doctor uh, the hospital bill. Dude, oh, I had to go to the ER. <clears throat> you got, dude, that's a ripoff, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, I understand. I don't, I don't. I know, I, I know. It's not, I know. I, know. I got nothing to do with the cause. <laughs> just, just, I'm just there doing my job. I just record what happens. So okay. I had to go to the ER because for uh, July, I thought I had a heart attack. And it ended up being, uh, I hate talking about this, it ended up being a panic attack. Um, yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah it's annoying. Uh, anyway, uh, it took me about three months to actually get back to where I felt like a normal person again. Anyway, but um, I got the, I thought that all I had to pay was the, the five or six hundred dollars to get in, then I had a blood work and some other stuff done, and it ended up being like a total of like nine hundred bucks. And I thought that's all I had to pay. Then I got a call from uh, CHI, and they were like, "Uh, you you were past due on a bill." I'm like, "I never received a bill. How much is it?" It's like thirty five hundred dollars. I'm like, oh. I was like, "So what for?" And then they listed it all. I'm like, "Man, that was the most expensive hotel stay of my <laughs> entire life." I didn't even get a room. I sat there for like six hours, and they finally put me in a room for five minutes, and then I left. Yeah. 
I was like, man, I don't want to pay yeah. this. I mean, what? that's like, how it whenever works. you whenever you like go in for any type of like heart issue, you know, you automatically get like an EKG, mm-hmm. and um, an EKG it literally like is uh, automatic six hundred bucks. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. All for them to put little stickies on me and say uh-huh. and, and pull them off. And MRIs, MRIs are stupid expensive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You you just had to go to the hospital for a bunch of stuff, didn't you? Uh, no, I, I I went to like the like a in and out clinic for uh, MRI on my back, mm-hmm. and it was like the MRI itself was five hundred bucks. Yeah, I was you like, know, what the you heck? Know what MRI stands for? Nah, no clue. Tell us, genius. Magnetic <laughs> resonance imaging. Wow, I could go my. It's whole just a big magnet that goes around and around really fast. I could go my whole life without knowing that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for the useless wow. information that will now bog my mind down. It's been five seconds and I've already forgotten. Yeah, <laughs> magnetic. So That's all I know. But you know, I'm trying to segue back into our topics yeah, here, so but it's not. I'm not going to segue. I'm just going to. I'm just going to go for it. Um, you know, my, one of my favorite memories of the early 2000s is honestly Christmas. There's just something about Christmas. Be, at that age, you don't know that Santa. Well, I don't know if you guys grew up knowing or believing in Santa, but I mean, I did. He still grew. Yeah, I. Yeah. I tried to make myself believe. Yeah. Darn it! I yeah. I was that like, kid. I knew, but like I was just like, no, he's real. No, but <laughs> I was that kid that believed like everything. Like I believed that the people in the Sandlot movies were real. Oh, you're what? one of those people. Yeah, I was. I was one of those kids. And then when I finally got, oh, these are actors. I know? thought Leia was real. Who? Star Wars. No, Princess oh, Leia. Leia. Princess Leia. Leia? Yeah. <laughs> she was dead. like my first time crush. Bro. What? Yeah, slave Leia, man. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyways, it's it's terrible. Don't. That's bad. But no. Um, but one of my ba- my favorite memories was Christmas, early two thousands Christmas, because not only was it, well, when you're a kid, you don't see all the, the how would you say it, all the garbage that goes around in our world now. Right. I mean, no, people will say, oh, well, times are different now. It's way more stressful. But there was a lot of stuff happening in the early 2000s that is still happening now. And anyway, so I just remember like the Christmas lights, writing the little letter to Santa, Elf on a Shelf, yeah. that stuff like that to me is like super Super. That's the only reason why I remember the 2000s. I don't remember much of anything else other than, you know, hanging out with you guys every once in a while in school. But that's the stuff that I, I actually miss and kind of crave and kind of want that to come back. In yeah. fact, this year for Christmas, Abby's or my sister, Abby, and uh, my wife, we were discussing, hey, how we want to do Christmas this year? And I was like, let's try to mimic that early 2000s. You know, the, the Christmas trees, not with LED Christmas lights, but the old school fluorescent lights. And well, I think they're fluorescent. I think they are. Anyway. And then old school wrapping paper and the, all the different treats and stuff like that, that that are very common with early 2000s. So that's what I'm looking forward to this year. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's what I remember from early 2000s. I also remember um, when I got my first phone. Do you guys remember when you got your first phone? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. How how do you think, or what do you think the impact of technology? Our technology had on your growing or your coming of age. So, like, you know, we grew up most of our lives without a cell phone, well, most of our childhood without a cell phone. And then there was a point where we got them. And when we got them, I know that we're not near as, when we first got them, we're not as addicted to them then as we are now. We're not getting too deep on that. But what do you, what do you think, or what do you think, uh, tech, how do you think technology affected, say, your childhood when you got it? And then how do you think it is affecting kids now? Uh, I think I was, let me think, I was 12 or 12 or 13. 
uh, when I got my first cell phone, and it wasn't an iPhone. <laughs> it was that s- slide AT&T, whatever. The Nokia. No, it wasn't Nokia. <laughs> uh, but and, but it was pur- purely for texting and, you know, calling in case, you know, there was nothing on No it. internet. Yeah, th- there wasn't anything. There wasn't social media. There wasn't nothing. So, and then I didn't get an iPhone for another, like, two years after that, I think. So, and that's when I got social media, at, like, mm-hmm. 15. Mm-hmm. But even then, it didn't change that much. Yeah. So, I feel like our generation is probably one. Of, is it is the last generation that like didn't really have like major electronics and media. Well, we like, didn't have like social media. Yeah, like the, like it's not like as prevalent as it is like in now. Right. So I I feel like that was like a huge. That's a huge difference between you know Y two K and Y two K two three. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you think it's for the better or for the worse? I mean, like how kids. Uh, it has its, its. I think it has its perks here and there, but I mean, I can track my food when it's getting to my house, but I couldn't do that back in the day. With <laughs> they just hope it showed up. They just hope it showed up. <laughs> back when you would like peek out the blinds, are they here? <laughs> oh my goodness. I still do that. <laughs> what I mean, what do you think, Colby? I mean, do you think, um, do you think, well, first of all, do you remember when you first got your a phone or any sort of technology? And do you also think that it was a? You think technology is a benefit, or you think it's a curse? Or I mean, it can it can be both. It can be a mixture of two. But what do you think? Yeah. So the first first real like first cell phone I had was like the Go phones. That was only like camps. Oh so yeah. Someone yeah, I was okay. <laughs> but like my first iPhone, when I was like like thirteen, something like that. That's when I got Facebook. And we talked about that before. My first Facebook. Uh, but I think it's I like. The internet's so like you can look up anything on the internet, so it's good for under supervision. Cause like kids, kids these days, you know they have they have anything to at their their fingertips. So if you're if you're supervised, then yeah, it's good because you can look up, you study better, you can look up all this stuff that you need to figure out. But you definitely need supervision for a younger kid. Yeah, and. One thing I'm going to add, and it's probably going to make somebody mad, and I apologize in advance, but I think that, oh God, I don't know if I should say this, <laughs> um, what burns my hide, or burns my britches, however you want to say it, um, is when instead of parents just disciplining their kids, and it doesn't have to be harsh discipline, but instead of disciplining their kids or getting them to be quiet, they shove a, an iPad or something in their face. Yeah. I got in trouble for saying that a couple of days ago because I was like, well, you just don't have kids yet. And I was like, yeah, I get it. I get it. And there are certain situations where I, it makes sense. But none of our parents had that. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah, and we're just <laughs> we're fine. We're doing quite all right. <laughs> I'm, I, remember, yeah. I, remember, I remember whenever I would act up in church, my dad had two things he was really good at. He was good at <laughs> raising his eyebrow well, actually, he had three good things. I can see your dad. He had one. He had one, he had one eyebrow that would raise, and then when he raised his eyebrow, he would also have a, a vein that popped out right in the middle of his oh, forehead, no. and you knew he was mad when that happened. That the second thing was if it if that wasn't good enough, there was this thing that he did where he would grab a hold of the flesh behind your behind your arm or like right by your armpit and pull and twist. And that would that would shut you up real quick. And if that didn't work, then obviously you were taken outside and you know 
I was not abused. I think it's actually necessary. <laughs> Let me make that statement. <laughs> no, no, but I think that's necessary, though. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's like that level of discipline. Right. Now, I'm not saying you have to go whoop your kid. That's up to you. That's up to a parent. But I do believe that just throwing something in their face to distract them isn't helping. It's just put. It's like putting a a band half a bandaid on a full wound is what someone used to say. Is like it's it's doing some good, but you're really not fixing the problem. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So. You know, we're talking about technology and, you know, its advantages and disadvantages. But with social media, how do you think interactions and friendships have changed? Social interactions, not not what you would get on, like, there's there's social media interactions and there, act, there is actual physical interactions. How do you think that has affected people? Uh, well, <laughs> I think a, a basic one is... When someone knocks on your front door, you don't go and answer it. <laughs> you 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 run to the back of the house and be like, "Mama, there's someone, someone at the at front the door. door." And then you know, we, everybody peeks out the window, and you know, hopefully, well, who could it be? No one doing a home invasion. <laughs> like, I, don't think I think that's be a big the change in social uh-huh. interaction in the past fifteen years. You know, so meanwhile, it was just our. I guess it's the paranoia. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think uh, people that are going to ring on your doorbell. Are going to be home intruders? Just there's a likely chance. You never but, know. That could be polite. Yeah. They can. <laughs> <laughs> but can, hey, can I, I please, please, <laughs> please <laughs> steal all your money, please? Money, money. Anyway, I'm always like, what are they going to steal? Yeah, I mean, you know, my gaming console and my wife. Hey, your wife. <laughs> no, okay, what? first of all, the the thing with that, which one did you put first? <laughs> 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 Priorities. I will be having our first marriage counseling session <laughs> this this week. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no. So I mean, you. So I'm talking about. I mean, yes, that's one little um, scenario. But I'm talking about like in general. Like, how do you think people have changed when it comes to social interaction compared to like when we were kids to now, or not even kids when we were kids and young adults to now? Because I mean, from personal experience, I feel like not not personal experience, but from personal. You know, looking around and being observant, I I see a lot of kids that were or tw- that are twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, or even high school age now that are so socially awkward. They can't carry conversations. They can't even. They right. won't even look at you in the eye when they talk. They're like looking down, yeah. or or they or what gets me, what burns me worse than <laughs> parents putting iPads in front of their kids is kids that are people that you're talking to and they're on their phone while you're talking to them. Yes. Mm, I want. Mm. Makes me want to kick a fat kid. Came on. <laughs> I'm guilty of that. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. No, I can't. Yeah, I can't stand when you're even even friends that I have that aren't even that young. You know, you're having a conversation with them, and you can tell they're not listening. Yeah. You know, I can't. I can't do that. Or like whenever you're talking to them and they're like, yeah, but they're like casually like looking away, like looking for a, the next conversation with someone else. I do that occasionally. Preachers are like that, are really often. bad. Yeah, I are not, people, not preachers, but people in ministry are really bad about that. Like, they'll go up and shake their hand, and as they're as you're shaking their hand, they're looking away, looking for the next person to shake hands with. I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm right. I'm right here. You know, granted, I'm not very pretty looking, but I'm right here. I think, <laughs> I think another thing with social media is everyone acts like, you know, oh, that's my best friend, you know, and then you you see them in person, and they don't even. You know, they don't know your name, you know, and they they don't 
they act like they don't know you. And just because you messaged a few times on Instagram, like it counts as something. I don't know. Best friends. No. No, you just social media friends. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, that's one that's one thing like like dating now. It's like Y'all, y'all will like talk. You've dated people? No. I mean, before. No, yeah. We don't believe in dating. <laughs> but we believe like, in courtship. But like, <laughs> don't get me started. You're married? <laughs> so, like, people these days will have like relationships and they never met each other and just like DM oh, each yeah. other and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm dating this person. I'm like, nah, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> have you taken her out on a date? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was actually, you know, that was actually one of my downfalls, though, is I would. I was a killer texter when it was come to talking to girls and stuff like that. But I was so shy in person. In person, I had no on the phone. <laughs> no game. No game. So it was. I mean, I. I guess it's not. I don't know. It's kind of sad. <laughs> What's that? There's <laughs> a bug in my face. Oh, really? <laughs> He's over here fighting demons. <laughs> <laughs> that socially awkward kid over yeah. there in the corner. <laughs> That's why we're surprised he's married. No, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. So, I mean, what do you think? I mean, what do you think, Colby? I mean, how do you think friendships have changed because of the addition of social media? I mean, just like Logan said, everybody's just social, socially awkward because they don't have... Did you say that? You said that, right? Yeah. Okay. You looked at me weird. No, uh, that's how I always look. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you twitching like that? Because, <laughs> like, people... I mean, it's easy to, like... like it's easy to say anything over text, but like say it in person, people right. get like nervous if you don't do it all the time. So the kids are just, I don't know, they just need to go out and talk more. But like when we were kids, like I feel like I would like think of something at home and I'd be like, I can't wait to tell everybody at school that tomorrow. Yeah. And now I can literally just text you guys at any time. You know, like, like 10 o'clock at night, like, guys, look, dude, this is funny. <laughs> but on the other side, you know, you, you keep up with people more. You're able to connect with people easier. Um, you you don't have to. Oh, that person I've known for ten years. They live in another state, but you know I still yeah have yeah. interaction. Yeah, with that's them. a positive. That's like, a positive because you you like meet someone that you would have never met yeah. right like from uh-huh. like Canada right and yeah. like I'll uh, connect with someone on Instagram and I never have met them. It's been three or four years since we've met on Instagram, but I finally meet them at like NAYC. You know. Like, oh, I finally met this person, you know, things like that. So. Right. I mean, yes, that's the good thing about social media is the fact that we can connect with a broader, I guess, demographic. I know yeah, it's like a, a bit bigger spectrum. Yes. But the I think it also makes a lot of our, our relationships shallow, even, right. even like yeah, ones sure. that are local, right? Like, uh-huh. I mean, you look at kids nowadays. Like, I, I, I feel, I feel sorry for them. They really don't have genuine friendships like yeah. we did. Like, you know, we could talk about anything. I mean, yeah. prior to us pushing record, we had probably about an hour and a half of just <laughs> banter that was just hilarious. You know, a lot of kids kind of overlook that, and they'll, they'll be sitting at the kitchen table or the restaurant. They'll be sitting right next to each other, and they're they're sending memes or they're they're, <laughs> yeah. they're sending. Now we're all guilty of that. I've done that, but. It's like that's 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 their peak of social interaction, and I feel well, like that's kind of sad. One, one second, is it is it gifs or gifs? I thought it was gifs. It's gifs. It's it's gifs. It's gifs. Yeah. Oh well. Sorry, Alec, you're wrong. Yeah. Oh, Making Hey, we used to call it gifs. <laughs> no, gifs is what you give people. <laughs> no, is the peanut butter. <laughs> no, I think uh, another example. I I. 
especially someone who likes to talk. I enjoy to talk. You yeah. talk a lot. A little, a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, holding a conversation is just so important mm-hmm. to me. I, Landon and Colby remember, I, I went to another state to see a girl, was texting this girl, uh-huh. and, like, she was interested, and I knew within, like, the first few minutes because she did not know how to hold a conversation. It's like talking yeah. to a brick wall. Yes, it really was. And she, like, every other mark, like, on the list, like, was great except that one thing. And I was like, I can't believe that's my big hang-up is that. But it, it really did matter mm-hmm. to me. So mm-hmm. I was like, bye-bye. Well, I mean, <laughs> See and he drove home. <laughs> he drove home alone. Yeah. Ohio. <laughs> you don't have to name the state. It was a long drive. Let's hope she doesn't listen to this. No. Now she's married. Oh, oh wow. So, to her cell so, phone? I mean, who's she so married looks to? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it looks like she happy won. Birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. But yeah, someone really needed to educate her how to hold a conversation. <laughs> um, speaking of education... Um, Alec, that that can be our next subject. Oh, you want to go ahead and go go there? Okay, that's fine. You told um, me to. So, <laughs> it's not like we just talked about this. If you can't tell, there is a there was a brief cut because one of us, I'm not gonna name who, decided to go on a tangent about something that didn't make any sense and was probably not called for. Anyway, so we're gonna move on to uh, segment number three here on our list. Segment number three. It's like we're at a convention. <laughs> anyway, um, so, you know, sharing experiences of studying and the challenges faced during the early 2000s. Uh, you know, Landon, whenever we were discussing this, he really had, he said he wanted to talk about this a lot in detail. So I'm going to kind of push that over to him. <laughs> you said, you said it. <laughs> you know, you're like, what did I want to say? <laughs> I mean, how do you think, well, I guess this is a good question. How do you think that the early 2000s education system was different to now? Or how do you think, uh, what were some of the challenges you faced in the early 2000s to now, like, I mean, like, obviously when you're a kid, it's different when it comes to learning stuff than it is now. I mean, when you're an adult, you kind of, at least in my case, I enjoy learning now, whereas as a kid, I hated it. But anyway, what do you what, what do you think? Well, I think the difference between, like, then and now is, like, I mean, obviously, obviously, like, the, like we just talked about, like, the, the internet is very different. You know, you can now, now we all have access when it comes to college, like, like, back then, I was in school, and all of our all of our subjects were like little booklets. Like we did, we didn't have computers or anything. We didn't do anything electronically, really. Um, and now, my entire schooling, everything is one hundred percent on a laptop. So it's very vastly different. But I think, like when it comes to, like the learning process, like I feel like it. I feel like it has definitely had an impact. Do you, Do you think that the early two thousands way of learning is better than today, or do you think today is better? Like, like with with the increase of information given in technology. Well, like we all went to the same school. So yeah, like we all we all know like the curriculum that we did, and so I think we can all pretty much agree. You know, it was a pretty good curriculum. I mean, yeah. it was it was kind of easy to get through. It was it kind of self self explanatory. You know, if you weren't cheating, you know, right? Which we, I was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it was pretty self explanatory to kind of get through. But now, I don't know. Like, like. I'd be loving my my Google. <laughs> right, right. You know they have AI now that can actually you can yeah. you can take no, a picture of it. I won't do that. I, I, I won't do that. But you can get caught that. cheating, right? 
So, uh, so I had a, like I had a professor game. I had a professor said that you can use it as long as you cite that you used that. Yeah, like, but see, they, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, they never will know. I mean, there was someone that told me some really garbage like reference, like, oh well, there's there's programs that can tell if you wrote your essay in AI. I'm like, no, there's not. I was like, all it takes is changing a few words on a on a document that was written by AI, and it, they can't tell the difference. Uh-huh. Yeah, I literally had a professor last semester that but was like, "You're allowed to. I don't to use AI, you know, freely if you want to. Just like, don't let it don't let it be your entire paper, basically." I don't right. agree with the AI. But I've never used it because well, for, for, for especially really like for writing papers and things like that, I just I don't I don't see the point or the purpose of it i feel like you well you lose the whole education yeah, yeah i feel like you should still do it yeah. yourself and for me like writing a paper isn't uh, that it doesn't take me that long i love to writing do it. Yeah. i like yeah. I, I just put it out and then i can organize it right yeah I, I feel like 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 writing papers and stuff like like the reason i have i haven't used ai in my college career is just because I'm an old dog, and this dog don't want to learn new tricks. You're 22 years old. He's tired of college. Okay, <laughs> okay, he's ready to get it done with. I have three classes. We yep. have we have seven weeks left. Oh, wow. you've, been, you've been in college since you were what, 16, 15, 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. Well, I'm wow. old. I'm tired. Decrepit. You're 22. Educated. <laughs> You're educated. 22. Year old. Out of East Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> so I mean, yes, I would agree that's like. 2023 especially, and, you know, moving forward, we have information at our fingertips. I think we have an oversaturation of information, which I think is a yeah. bad thing. But uh, I also believe that, you know, for education purposes like schooling, like your career, I think it's awesome. I think we're in the perfect age in the information nation, if that's, if that's what you want to call it. And I think that it's a good thing. I wish some of this generation was able to experience education like we had it it's really not that much different though i mean in the grand scheme of things there's really not much that has changed but i remember as a kid like if i wanted to know something you had to ask your parents at least for me like something that wasn't readily available yeah i had to ask my parents like for instance like doing any yard work or anything like that or you know helping my dad build a fence like i couldn't just go look at youtube YouTube yeah, wasn't around at the time. Oh, YouTube's yeah. my friend, man. Yeah, oh, everything yeah. I'm doing, I'm YouTubing at first. But you know, but now I have that opportunity. So, or like, how to cook, or, right, know, yeah, things well, like that. Yeah, you know what's weird about cooking, and this is I'm not going to segue on this very long, but there's people that have like a weird sixth sense about cooking. Like they they probably have never like actually had any formal training about cooking, and they can go in and just they taste like a, a spice or something like that, and then they can make something out of it, and it's like. Beautiful. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's me. I am a phenomenal cook. Yeah, me too. I Lies. love cooking. I love Lies. to cook. You mean your Kraft mac and Lies. cheese and just a little piece the of man, bread on it? The no. man Aren't asked you, me once how to chop an onion. Aren't you no. the one that puts a potato in the microwave? It's delicious. <laughs> no, you just put, put, it, in put it in the oven. That's where no. it's supposed to go. Yeah, you're supposed I, to oven or the I grill. Kid, I kid you not. I literally called my dad one time. I was home alone. I literally called my dad one time. and I was like... How do you boil water? No. I had no clue. I was like, is there a certain temperature? Is there? Will it boil over? Like, and there were so many questions in my mind. Your dad was disappointed that day. <laughs> like, like, I failed. And you want to go overseas? <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with cooking? What does that have to do with boiling water? Cooking over there. <laughs> I started a uh, grease fire in my house wow. one time. Really? Yeah, well, I, was, I was 16, 16 How'd 17. How'd you put it out? Uh, so I didn't know how to put it. So it was me and me and my sister. He looked up YouTube. He put water. No, no, no. no. Yeah, water it was, it it was me and my sister, and we and I was cooking chicken, and I, I had it too hot, and it caught on fire, 
And then I was like, I, I was like, I don't know what to do. And, sh- and Shelby, my sister, knew how. was like, uh, no. She said, let's put water on it. I was like, no. I was like, I knew that. And so like, I literally carried the pan while it's on fire and set it outside. Call my mom's like, hey, how do you how do you put a uh, grease fire out? She's like, just put flour on it. Flour and or so, cover it with something. Yeah. It, yeah. I know now, but. Yeah. That was the one question we got right on the, the fire exam. <laughs> yeah, test. I, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> but everything else I failed. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, how do you think... Um, a house fire. Just, <laughs> how do you put it out? Put flour on the house. <laughs> come, come home, your house is completely covered in flour. What? <laughs> There's no uh, fire. <laughs> Where'd all the cocaine come from? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Starting a bakery. <laughs> oh, no. How do you think e-learning has affected uh, education? I mean, you still have in-class classes i guess well how do you think e-learning has affected it do you think it's made people a little bit more i mean granted you also said that information is more readily available but do you think it's made people more lazy well like like for instance me like my master's is 100 percent online i don't have to go in person at all so everything is technically e-learning like everything's internet everything's online um i literally don't even have to go to, i don't even have to get on a zoom call i have the option of not even going going to the zoom call like that's nice. I know it's so nice. I love it. But I, however, I will say that the downfall of that is you one like when I'm having to do group work, it's horrendous because oh, yeah. you don't have a you don't have a communication or like even like a simple friendship with anyone that's in your class and there's hundreds of people in a class, you know. So that's very hard because you you lose the pers- in-person interaction and then also like when it comes to like the actual learning process of it, I feel like you do become more lax in in the effort that you put in because you're like, oh, it's it's online. Like, I can do it later. Or, right. Or, you know, I don't have to be there at a specific time. I know when I was in college, that was my problem. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. Then you'd get to it right as it's due. Yes. Yeah, or or when it was late, that. then you make excuses. <laughs> uh, some, I hope my teacher, she probably would never hear this, but I had a uh, uh, oral speech teacher. Uh-huh. And uh, I was supposed to get. I had I had written the speech, but I, I was honestly scared to, re- uh, to record myself. And I gave her this. I mean, I finally recorded after like two weeks of being late. But I gave her this excuse, like my grandmother had died, and, <laughs> and I was it was she was out of state and all this stuff, and she believed me. You lie. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. The Lord forgave me. It's okay, under, it's under the blood. It's one of those ask for forgiveness later. Situations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I made a hundred on it. Yeah, how's your grandmother doing? <laughs> Still kicking. Both of them. They're all three of them. Three. Oh, I love well, one's a step grandmother. Oh, oh. I love how you just kept adding more. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, she's still alive. Oh yeah, there's that one too. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, how do you? You know, we're talking about education and learning, but you know, I know one thing that's something that I really want to talk about a lot of is hobbies and entertainment has totally changed. Like, like really has changed since the early 2000s. I mean, even during the 80s, it changed from the 80s to 90s. That was a drastic change. And 90s, 2000 was drastic. Now, it's super drastic. Like, how do you, how do you think, well, let's start by, let's start by talking about this. Share one of your favorite hobbies or something that you were entertained by growing up let's start there first before we get a little bit deeper into that reading reading oh yeah yeah i did read a lot (laughs) i i miss reading you know Mm -hmm. sitting down and actually 
oh, I have interest in this. I'm going to spend time and read this book. And I think, and part of this is not because of social media. Part of this is because of growing up and going to school. You know, you're in in college, you're reading a textbook most of the time. And so you get burned out. You get burned out of reading. (laughs) Right. And you don't want to, you know, spend your time something else. But uh, I think that's another thing. Uh, I'm sure, you know, books have book sales have have gone down in the past 10 years and things like Probably. that. So. Even books have gone to e-learning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, right. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's. do we even have, a like, an actual good bookstore <laughs> not, around not here? Luck. We had one, then they, they, yeah. they, they closed down. So, I mean, we have the library, but... No. The kin- a Kindle's my best friend right now. Really? Because anywhere I go, I can have it and I can read. I read all the time. I want a physical book. What about you, Colby? You, you're over here like, ah, nah. No, I don't nah. read. I actually go to the library every day, but not to read because I don't have an office. So I use their Wi-Fi because it's free. You just can use mine. That's true. So but. to all the people out there, you know where to find it. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where Colby's at today. Library. <laughs> Kurth Memorial. <laughs> it's big enough that you could probably hide from anybody, though. Oh, yeah. You get one of those study rooms mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. like no one's there. So I've never thought about that. Yeah, I could, it's I nice. could, That's what we did at SFA. Yeah, yeah, I would do that at SFA literally every day. Yeah. I would reserve a study room. Great and place. I would go and stay. I would like go get coffee, get my dinner. Mm-hmm. Like go like sit in a in a study room for hours. But I don't like do to do all my work. I love. Do you work. have to reserve one at first? You, you you just show up and you give them your license and they'll say okay. I don't know why you have to hand your license. I'm gonna man. start doing that. I guess like in case you like do something there that you're not supposed to. I don't selling know selling drugs. <laughs> I, I can't work. See. I don't know. What a place to do it. Wouldn't well, surprise me. Wow. Well, I mean hobbies. Do you sell drugs? <laughs> <laughs> yes. What is your flower? But not what, well, when I was growing up, honestly, and we talked about this in the last episode. I, I wasted a lot of my childhood with video games and stuff. But you know, I also had other hobbies. I did play T ball. I feel like wasn't you, very good at it. I feel like you played airsoft a lot as a kid. I did play airsoft a lot that as a kid. Fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. You remember the woods in my house? Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think you guys, you guys never played, never but, played, but there was this one time that I thought I was so ingenious. I took one of those, you know, those little firecrackers that you had to pull apart and they pop. I had put those along a fence or, you know, with the fence door. And I was like, oh, I'll know when someone's coming in so we can ambush them. That was my idea. <laughs> and it, ended up, it was right by someone's ear and he couldn't hear for like a whole like three oh or four hours. Gosh. I felt terrible, but I mean, we won. So. <laughs> we won. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. War is, war is terrible. No, anyway, but no, like I. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> PTSD of, from Airsoft. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but um, for me, like my hobbies really did consist of reading, which I, as I've gotten older, I've actually I actually read more now than I used to, but it was a lot of video games, stupid amount of video games. Oh yeah, so that's where I was. I mean, what what about you, Colby? I mean, what was your Mainly, I mean, video games is a big one, but I mean, I felt like I didn't spend a ton of time playing video games. Most of the time I was outside because we had a basketball hoop and I was into basketball as a kid, even though I sucked, but I'll still try. Well, I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, at least you actually were outside and like this bad boy right <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> I never went outside. No, I did. I mean, I hung out with you guys. I mean, I hung out with you guys. Your parents' basement. I played uh, piano a lot as a kid. Like that was like my kind of like that was like my relaxed time. Like I love to like just sit down and play piano. And I literally have not played piano in (laughs) ages. So tell me, I was about to ask why do you not play piano? You played in the valley. I just yeah, I did, and that was literally the first time in several years (laughs) I played. I literally had to like take. I literally sat down at home and had to like reteach myself like 
certain chords and stuff. Because like, I, I just hadn't played in so long. Yeah. It's not like yeah. riding a bike, is it? No. I don't think I can get on a bike anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my problem, I love riding bikes. They don't make bikes big enough. <laughs> you know, what? I never learned how to ride a bike. What? Really? No. It's easy. Hogan. Just, I didn't. No. He would ride in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to the gym and get on stationary bike and start pedaling. Same thing. I could do that, but I, I don't thing. have I don't have balance. But because you were never on a bike, <laughs> yeah, it, I guarantee if you. Can you get if on a scooter, right? Yes. You don't need balance to be on a scooter. I can do scooters, no. motorized or stationary. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I had a razor. A razor to the ankle will kill you. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Two thousands trauma. <laughs> Oh man, there's I don't nothing even... like that pain. No, oh, when you think you're really cool and you start spinning it, and then you hit yourself yes. in the shin. You're like, oh man, nope. Oh, do kids hit. now scrape their knee on the concrete? I don't think kids do anything outside anymore. <laughs> do, you, do you go into the neighborhood? Do you see any kids playing outside anymore? You can get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to your friendly neighborhood. See, <laughs> Alec just like sitting out his window with binoculars. <laughs> While let me rephrase it, while passing in a neighborhood, <laughs> do you ever notice kids outside anymore? There's an occasional speed bump. <laughs> what was that? Uh, nothing. <laughs> oh my goodness! Just little Jimmy <laughs> riding the scooter. That's why they don't ride anymore. He could ride a bike. <laughs> No way. <laughs> uh, do we say no. we're, we're not going to say anything controversial. <laughs> and here we go doing it again. Uh, there's nothing wrong with running over to kid. <laughs> as, long, as long as they don't die. I ran over my brother one time. I wow. Your brother fell out of my car one time. Yeah, we're not oh, going to talk yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. did, oh, wow. Zach, forgive me if you watch this. Did, did he watch ever tell it. you? Did he ever tell you? Or listen to this. <laughs> did, did he ever tell you what he told my dad? Uh-huh. So, you know, your mom dropped him off at the house. Yeah. And he was laying downstairs, and he's all beat up, and mom's got ice on him and all that stuff. And he was he's swerping down to the, everybody that he was he had a volleyball accident where he actually like was going for a volleyball and fell off the side <laughs> of the the concrete at the district. Yeah, TBC. And it, my mom believed it, or at least that's what she was. That's what we perceived her. That's, I mean, we thought she was believing it because yeah. she was like, "Oh, it's okay. We'll take care of you." You know. And um, then my dad walks in. He doesn't even get all the way through the door. He gets he gets into the frame of the door, looks at him, and goes, "All right, what'd you actually do?" Oh, and Zach's like, "Oh, that's what happened." He's like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, what actually happened?" And he finally told him, and Z- Dad just said, "You're a moron." <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see your dad doing that, dude. I thought I was going to jail when that happened. Cause I mean, like, he, cause when like I got out, he wasn't moving. I was like, "Did I just kill Zach?" And so I ran over, and he was like, "I'm good, I'm good." And I was like, "I was scared." You know, it's weird that changed him though. He's not. I mean. <laughs> Physically, <laughs> he's got, got a bum leg. <laughs> he now has one leg. <laughs> we call him Patchy. <laughs> one leg is there. Twiggy. No, but like they say that they say that like actual like physically getting hit in the head or something like that actually happening to you changes you. In fact, my dad has a story about someone that he knew that was to- night and day difference because of a wreck. Like it, when he had the wreck. Before he had the wreck, he was the nicest person in the world to talk to, and then after the wreck, it was like he never. He's to this day. He's still absolutely hateful to people. Really? Now Zach's not hateful, but he totally changed him though. Yeah. He's a totally different personality because Zach was like the almost. He was never innocent, but he was. He had that playfully innocent personality and was kind of. 
I don't know. He became a lot more serious after that moment, which I guess I made, him, made him a man. Made him a man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If your if your kids are not acting right, you just throw them out of the back of the car. <laughs> no, but anyway, no, we're not getting onto that. But you know, lessons learned. Yeah. 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 Um, what are some of the lessons that you learned as you've, you know, we've talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but what are some of the early 2000s lessons that really come to mind? You know, like, I mean, does that make sense? Does that, do I have to go into detail about that? Like, what are some good life lessons that you learned? I'll start with you, Landon, because you're staring, you're, you're staring into my soul. <laughs> staring into the abyss. Yeah. Um, a good oh, life lesson that I learned from the 2000s or since the 2000s? I mean, from 2000s to now. That is a good question. That's a great question. Oh God, here we go. Um, Probably should have studied a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so let me let me, while while he's thinking about this, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm gonna harp on him a little bit. We uh, I sent this out probably um what two weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm a busy man. No one looked at it. So they I looked at it. I, I opened I, it. I opened the document. They opened it, and then you, you just read the the the, it, the no, title, I and that read was the it. Titles, and I thought, oh, I like this. This is nice. Okay. Nice. <laughs> It's all used right here. <laughs> <laughs> Putting you on the spot here. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll start. You know, an early lesson that I learned from my dad, actually, and I always reference my dad because he was probably one of the biggest. Te- my dad likes to talk, and that's not an insult. He just likes to talk and speak his mind. He's a funny In fact, man. if you really want to get a good kick out of it or get to know my dad, watch Senile Fruitcakes on this podcast. It's probably going to be the only episode of previous that I'm going to keep because. I, you know, we're going in a different direction with this podcast that I really think is important. Um, but I'm keeping that episode on because it's hilarious. And my dad is very opinionated, but in in a good way. It's not like he's opinionated to hurt people. He's just, that's who he is. But one of the things my dad taught me was, one of the good life lessons my dad taught me was, uh, hold your tongue. Um, sometimes saying nothing at all is better than, than talking. I got something on that. Literally, Logan can detest to this. Uh, there's to two there's two there's, things that our dad has taught us and he'll say the first one. I'll say the first one. Literally the first thing that my dad has ever taught us is silence cannot be re- repeated. And we have lived by that many times where you really want to say something but sometimes like the silence just speaks louder speaks than words. Speaks louder than actually speaking. Exactly. And the second thing he always taught me Righty tighty, lefty loosey. <laughs> I use that so much in my life. And uh, an honorable mention: hold the light, flashlight, right yeah. there. <laughs> Quit moving it, son. Oh, I hated that. that. Yeah. I hated that as a kid, having to help when you, your dad when you were with at, stuff like that. When you were, uh, this is related to Colby. When you were in fire school, did you keep the righty tighty, lefty loosey thing in mind when they were oh, like yeah. rushing you through the yeah, hydrogens, you didn't, hydrogens you did, and stuff like that? You didn't want to. If you did the wrong thing, they would have killed you. Oh man. I'll tell you what, Fire Academy was it was fun, but it was yeah, it was rough. There was a lot of those kids didn't need to be there. We didn't need to be there. It was kind of no, bad. That dude, they got kicked out and then joined the army because he couldn't, and then he didn't need to make it. In the no, yeah, L- literally, like to this day, to this day, today I did this right on red. <laughs> like when you turn at a, oh, a red still light, do that. when you turn at a red light, you're allowed to turn right on red unless yeah. specified. Unless, yeah, unless specified. That is literally the the way I tell between left and right. I say it in my head. I say it in my head all the time, right on red. I really? don't know why. That's how I. That's how I know. Yeah, weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
What are your life lessons? <laughs> <laughs> That's your life lesson. I was like, like serious. Mom was yours. like, don't talk. Colby, do you have any life lessons that you've learned from your parents or anyone in specific? I really can't think of it. Like, I don't know. Your your mom is like, that's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> I have taught you nothing. I, I mean, I that's really fine. Know. Logan? Logan? I mean, I he, he, he is, right? He's already talking to Logan. No, um, <laughs> I would say the biggest thing, if you want to talk about what my parents have taught me, um, but I think it, it holds true no matter 2000s or whatever. Um, my mom... Had Landon knows my mom has always said, mm-hmm. and it's also it's a family saying. Shoot fire, bang bang. Yeah, <laughs> she always so said, shoot she always fire, bang bang. Um, Every time she's stubborn toe at school, shoot fire, bang bang. Yeah, um, we know what she was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that Christian Christian cursing. Uh, but no, uh, I would say it's always to keep your eyes on God, not on man. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing I'll ever learn in my life because that's what her grandmother told her for years and all her other grandkids. And I have many family members that can attest to that. And so uh, my mom says it a lot. Oh, Let's just say that. Because but that's really, true. your whole often. life can yeah. be based on that saying. It really right. can't uh-huh. be. If you base your life, I mean, I agree 100%. If you base your life solely on what other people think, yeah, you're, you're, you're just going in a downward spiral. Right. Well, he said... He said um, that she's always said, keep your eyes on God, not on man. But there's a second half to it. Keep your eyes on, on God, not on man, because man will always fail you. And right. I think that always like holds true. That's that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I know. Uh, I know. This is not something that we shared in the outline, but I do want to discuss the difference in because we are talking about religion a little bit. Well, how do you think church has changed since early 2000s to now? I mean, what? The music. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> the music. This joy no. that I have. That's actually a good song. <laughs> <laughs> Call him up, Daddy, what you want? No, but like, what do you think? What do you think has changed? Do you, I mean, like, for instance, one thing that comes to mind for me is, and some of it's good, some of it's bad. But we have made church out to be really commercialized. Like yeah, everything's yeah. got like uh-huh. you. We are starting at this time. We will only have three songs. We are going to do we're, the preaching. Will be forty-five minutes. You will have fifteen minute altar 45 call. Forty five minutes. I'm just <laughs> well, in Pentecost is like two hours, yeah. but you know, no, but yeah, I, I feel like, like forty five minutes is a little long. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready. You're, yeah. Outback's calling my name. Uh, I like a good thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Outback. Who goes to Outback anymore? I don't know. That's it's way expensive. too expensive. Hey, it's way I too expensive. Knew the Casperys went to Outback. They always went there Sundays. What? Huh? Yeah. You went to Outbacks on Sundays? I ran into your mother one time, and I was like, "They go to the Outback, don't they?" Because not rich. every. I don't. Mom they and Dad do. Rich, rich. No, Dang. stop that. Stop. <laughs> I think I can also count on how, on one hand how many times I've been to Outback here. It's not great, so you're not missing out on anything. Yeah, I, I think I've only been there like but once or twice. But why is it like everybody thinks it's like the most expensive place in the world? A Broadhouse is pretty, better. It's pretty oh, expensive. Oh, 100%. But, but it's, no, it's expensive. You get the Bloomin' Onion. But I mean, the Bloomin' Onion oh, is good. That's good. But you get the you get the chicken fried chicken. And it's battered in that blooming onion sauce. This has nothing to do with our pocket, yeah. but it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> we are not sponsored. Yeah. Go to Outback. <laughs> Love how we Maybe. changed the subject from uh, from church to Outback. No, but like, no, I do want to talk about that though. Yeah. I think that's a good a good topic. How do you think? How do you think that it has changed? I mean, like I said, I believe that we've gotten too commercialized. I mean, what do you guys think? Well, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm a lot partial to our church, but I think a lot of a lot of churches. They they they're not they 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 have a schedule, but they fill the move and they change the schedule a lot. 
I mean, that's what I think about the commercialized. But the biggest thing about churches back then and now is social media. Because, I mean, you can reach so many people that would never come to church through social media by just looking on Facebook and saying, oh, they're having an event today. I'm going to go to church. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, th- like, I've always said church needs to be organized, but you have spontaneity within your organization. Sure. Sure. And I think that's true for a lot of things, but especially church. Um, I don't, I think, and I'm not saying Pentecost, but a lot of churches are going more into performance based services Mm -hmm. and especially certain churches. Um, But got the fogs in the. (laughs) Well, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you know, the fog and the lights and whatever. I'm just saying it's, it's just too, it's too cookie cutter. Make everybody happy. Yeah, kind of thing. everybody. And and then I like to say church is more like a production. People take that a little sensitive, but because to me you're producing something. When I go up, I know I'm going to try to produce worship for God and try to produce something that other people want to worship yeah. with me. You know, uh, things like that. So. I think as long as it's done with the anointing, though, I think that that's right, perfectly fine. Exactly. I think to me, I think you definitely still need to have have that level of a schedule, but also allow. I think we do it wonderfully. At, oh yeah, at ETU. you, you have the spontaneity of feeling the spirit and moving when you need to. And, but you're still and, professional. Yeah, you're still professional, and you do everything with excellence. But at the same time, like. If you feel that nudge to do something specific, like I feel like we are very good at We're open to that. Yeah, we're very open to it. Like, oh, we're gonna stop everything and like we're gonna keep going in this direction. Like I love that. But it's not done it's it's this is I think this is a good way of saying it. It's done in a spirit of excellence though. Correct. Yes. It's not done with this hokey mentality of like, oh, we're just gonna go where the wind takes us. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yes, obviously there is that if there's a shift, we feel it and we go that direction. But everybody during that shift is like, we're going to do this with excellence. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why our music, de- I think our music department is probably one of the best. Oh, I mean, because oh, we yeah. on, we can spontaneously change uh-huh. and, and, and a moment's notice. I've said for a long time, like a lot of people don't realize how easy we all know how to just immediately go into like parts or like someone will throw a song at us. We immediately know what to do. We know right. where we're going. We like, right. We're just like... You know, it's not. That's not saying that we're better than other people or churches or whatever. But we're just we we we're used we, to we're each used other. to it and trained. Yeah. And we all know each other's. We just we all work together. Very also, well. like I remember one time a service was going really good, and everybody on the platform got touched, and a whole new praise team come up on the platform <laughs> uh-huh. to replace those people. Yeah, was that, that wasn't that a couple months ago? No, this was like a year or two ago. Oh, yeah. I know they did that. And I remember, remember I remember walking off, and the music leader was like, "Man, we had a whole new praise team at <laughs> yeah, the end of that was, service." No, like it was like it was like two tenors, two soprano, two alto. By the end of the service, it was completely different person. Like all yeah, piano player, like, everybody was different. Dang. That was really really cool. So when do you when do you think that when or where do you where do you draw the line in terms of how much production, if you will, is done in a church. Where do you think that line is drawn? I mean, we're talking about how we are, we're very swift moving and we'll move spontaneously, but where in, in modern churches, not necessarily our church, but in modern churches, where do you feel like that there's like, there's a good amount of production, like forethought and scheduling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where do you think that it's like, okay, this is too much. Now it's just another show. I was just, when people start, you can tell when people are starting to show off and mm-hmm. things like that. Oh, look what mm-hmm. I can do. <laughs> you know? Right, right. 
I know one time I played for a, a conference. I'm not going to say where, not going to say for who. It was a Pentecostal conference. And I remember we were in, the, we had just finished rehearsing. We were in the back praying. And the pastor's wife came up to us and said, Hey, you guys need to be do this, 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 and this because we are putting an image for everybody else. And even if you don't feel like it, even if you're, if you're not prayed up, you need to act like this. And it was more like it, it felt like a production. Like the way that it was presented, it was like, No, you will, no matter what happens, you're playing these three songs. You will do this, you will do that. It was the last time that all the musicians that were asked to play. That was the last time we all showed up. We even been we 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 were invited again, but we declined because it was it wasn't fun. We weren't able to. It's not about it fun, but it didn't feel right. There was no well, spiritual it movement. Be. It should be because I don't want to go and I don't want to get on the platform and feel like I'm not enjoying it. Right. You know, because to me that's that's something I enjoy in in ministry. So I mean, if if it wasn't fun to you. I'm sorry, but to me, like having fun in church is a priority. <laughs> you know, if that's right. something I consider uh, yeah, enjoyment, you know, so I don't think that's a bad thing to say you're not having fun. Right. Know? Well, I mean, I mean, what do you think? I mean, where do you think you draw your line when it comes to production or I don't know if production is the right word. I mean, am I saying that right? You think production would I be? I say performing. Performance. It's, it's performing. Okay. Performing. Because the production still has steps. You know, you know you're going to eventually get to a sermon, but there's st- if it doesn't get there, that's fine. Right. You're going to change the production. Yeah. You know, you're right. going to produce something else. let the Spirit lead us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, performing is different because you're not perform. You're trying to perform for people and not worship for God. Yeah. I mean, I think you got to draw the line whenever it's not. In the will, I mean, if you're if you're going if you if you go into the, the service saying, "Hey, we need to do this, 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 mm-hmm. this," so they can do this, but really, you say, "Hey, we're going to sing this song, this song, this song." Let's let the spirit move and go where it goes. Yeah. I mean, yes, I agree. But one thing that I, I do think is a benefit of today's church is what we had already talked about: live streaming. You know, oh, people, yeah. you know how many people have access now to church that didn't right just yeah. a few years ago mm-hmm. covid as much as it was a disadvantage for a lot of people i mean businesses mm-hmm. for individuals it was a blessing for churches in disguise even though the same you know it was a it was an attack on churches but it was also a blessing to churches because it got people out of this mindset of well we're just gonna do the bare minimum and let god do the rest now I know some of those people are like, well, you know, you obviously God is the main focus. And if you can sit and you can have a church of 50 people that really does not have a production, quote unquote, but they still have the more powerful move of God than someone with 300. And theirs is more of an organized church service. But it got people into this mindset that we have to do more because now there's more obstacles in our way. And so I think it brought about live streaming and people actually started being serious about their live streaming, getting nice cameras and stuff like that. And it assists. It really does. Now, where I draw the line, and we're talking about production, right? When I, where I draw the line on that is when it starts becoming like this cross-fading of images where, you know, it's, it looks like yeah. you're watching a movie. Yeah. Now, that, that's... that's uh, well, it's cool for a conference. Like watching an old church. Jimmy. You, have any of you guys watched the old Jimmy Swaggart uh, videos? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like where like he he'll be singing and then like will crossfade with him and the piano player, and it's like <laughs> yeah. this magical moment. Like I think where I draw the line on that specifically um, is like whenever you whenever you have like like the live stream and everything like that's 
things that we're able, like readily able to use and like we can be- benefit from it. But I think it's when, to me, where I draw the line is whenever you start using that as a crutch, like, oh, I'll just stay home and watch online. Or like, yeah. oh, we'll just tune in. Right. Then, or, oh, I don't like that. Let me switch over to a different yeah. charge or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like to me, that's where you have mm. to be very careful. Don't even get me started on that. I cannot stand when people, and you guys probably all agree, they go to a specific church but will not watch their live streams. They'll watch someone else's and then compare their home church's live stream to someone else's saying, well, why don't we do that? Why don't we do yeah. that? Anyway, sorry, I didn't oh, mean I interrupt you. I don't do that because then I'm like, oh, we're so blessed. <laughs> 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 I really do. All right, we, yeah. we do have a very good ministry. Yes. Well, I mean, we have a spirit of excellence in our church. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that brought me to, you know, when we were looking for churches, that's one of the things that brought me, that's one reason why I decided to go to Eastview mm-hmm. was because everybody did their did what they were asked to to the best of their abilities. It may not have been perfect, but it, they, they tried. Yeah. And there's a lot of places that don't. They, they just put in the absolute bare minimum to get something done without any forethought or without thinking about who, how it's going to benefit someone else. Anyway, yeah. I'm not going to go on on that. So anything we want to add to that before we conclude this, this episode? I know this episode was, we kind of, we, we originally started this thing out as like a nostalgic episode, but it kind of turned out to be a little bit more, uh, just us bantering, really. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's a good thing. I mean, do you yeah. get, what do you guys think? I mean, do you think it was good? Actually, yeah. you know what, listeners? <laughs> if you got a, if you, they're in the room. <laughs> if you got a problem, call Landon. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> just put his call number at the 1-800. end. One eight hundred. Okay, no. But no. Sorry. Steamers. <laughs> Stanley Steamers makes your home cleaner. <laughs> today <laughs> so no but as we conclude this episode I want to encourage all of our listeners whether you're late 2000s or you're an early 2000s kid or even 90s 80s you know look back on your life and look at some of the things that benefited you and look at how even today's world is benefiting you as well you know be appreciative of where you came from and where you are now don't get into this mindset of, oh, I wish that uh, I wish that we were back in the, you know, like I've heard yeah. it all my life. Oh, I wish I was back in the 80s. Or, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, yes, I'm sure that those times were great, but you're living and you were meant for a time yeah. that you're in now. So enjoy the moments that you have now and be blessed knowing that you experienced life without specific things and now you have access to them. And now you have air conditioning. Yeah. Air, air conditioning. They had that in the early 2000s. Yeah, I mean, 80s. I was talking about way back. I mean, half the people that didn't I, have air conditioning I, are I, dead I, now. How, so. yeah, how do you think people because are watching here? There's no people that didn't have AC. There's no 90 people, 90 year old people watching this. Or I hope. I mean, maybe. I, if I don't are, think so. That's, that's awesome. They yeah. still matter. Yeah. <laughs> they still, I mean, obviously. <laughs> what else they got to do? Watch podcasts. <laughs> a bunch of guys bantering over stuff that makes no sense. Exactly. They, yeah. could, they could be doing anything. <laughs> or they could be watching the Could Be Anything podcast. Exactly. Hey. Yeah. Anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And be sure to tune in for the next one. Uh, we will be probably posting something about it soon on social media. Now, this year, and I'm not going to go into full detail, we're probably only going to do maybe one or two more episodes just because we all have busy schedules. We got a lot coming on coming up in December, especially for our church. And it's an exciting time, but we also don't have a lot of time. So we may get two more episodes out before the end of the year, but we hope you guys, you know, follow up, 
stay tuned in and we will see you on the next one.